Hello and welcome to episode 41 of Prosperity by the Pine. I'm your host, Bryce Carter, certified financial planner, chartered financial consultant, certified investment management analyst, and self-proclaimed millennial money expert. This is a podcast where we talk about money, investing, business, and life success, all while having a cold beer. This week's episode, I am drinking from LT's Brewing Company, LT's Detroit Brewing Company from Detroit, Michigan, and it is the LT's original Detroit lager, uh, and it says, it doesn't give me much information on here other than we are proud to bring this brisk lager beer back, first brewed over 100 years ago in Detroit. So I have not had this. I picked it up just for the podcast, so we'll give it a try. This week, I'm going to be talking about how much you need to retire, what you need to retire income-wise, and how you get there. So this is probably the penultimate financial planning question, goal, if you will, right? So you, you might have different financial planning goals throughout your life to buy a new house or pay off your debt or um, you know maybe re, refinish your bathroom or uh, put your kids through college. Those are all financial goals, and, and you can achieve them. But what's the end game? And the end game usually is to retire. Uh, the only th- other thing after that would be, you know, you make sure your retirement assets don't run out. And, I, you know, so that's the same question, essentially. But then the last thing after that is, what, how do I leave the kind of legacy behind financially that I want to? Um, and that's honestly even an easier question to answer than, than how do I have enough? How do I ensure that I have enough to make it through retirement? And how do I essentially get there? And what is the amount that I need? Now the beer's poured. Wow, this is uh, this is very, very cloudy. It's a lot of chunky, a lot of stuff in there. That's pretty good. I like this. Normally, I don't like beer with. Uh, I mean, it's a lager. It tastes kind of like a, like a, uh, a, a a good Budweiser, which is, uh, it's not my favorite. Budweiser's not my favorite, but it's pretty good. Yeah, I could drink this. Cheers. All right, so this is uh, what do you need to retire, uh, and how do you get there? So, what you need to retire—that's that's really on you. I mean, it's gonna this is gonna be different for for everybody. If you make a quarter million dollars a year and you're used to living on that, you're gonna need a hell of a lot more safe for retirement than if you make thirty-seven thousand dollars a year and you're a social worker, uh, versus if you make eighty grand a year but you have a fantastic pension. Right? These are all different things and different scenarios. So I'm going to lay out one scenario that has nice round numbers to make this easy because I'm going to talk a lot of numbers in this episode and I don't want you to get lost because you can't, if you're driving in the car, you can't visualize them, you can't write them down, right? So nice round numbers on one specific scenario of retirement and this should give you an idea on maybe if you're working on your own personal finances, how to work the math backwards for your own financial plan. All right, so let's say we have a household that makes 100000 a year. Um you, you likely won't need a hundred thousand a year in retirement. And there's a couple of reasons why. So every one of us is going to be paying Medicare and social security tax, which is, if you can see my episode about that, uh, is social security a Ponzi scheme, 7.65%. So if you have a, you're in a household that makes hundred grand a year, you're paying $7,650 a year in social security and Medicare tax. More than that, if you're self-employed, but $7,650. Once you are retired, you don't pay Social Security and Medicare tax. The reason being is that's really applied on uh, wages and business income. So if you're a salaried person and you're switching to pulling money from your retirement accounts, Social Security and pension, uh, you're not going to pay Social Security tax on that, which is, you know, 
pretty nice. So 70, 650 bucks less that you need, right? And if you're saving right now into your 401k or IRAs or uh, what other types of investment accounts that you're saving into that is earmarked for retirement, and say you're saving 10 to 15%, um, let's say you're a great saver and you're saving 15%, uh, so you're saving you know, $15,000 a year. So you add, you know, the 15, once you start retirement, you're not going to be saving into your 401k anymore, right? I mean, you're not working, right? So you're not going to be saving into your 401k. The reason you're saving into your 401k now is for the purpose of using it later on. So why are you going to contribute to it while you're using it? Makes sense? So you don't need that 15 grand uh, in retirement because you're used to living on it right without it right now, right? So you're not going to need that additional 15 grand later. Uh, you're not going to need the 7650 because you're used to living without that. So, you know, lastly, you have typically and with when you're doing financial planning and good financial planning, you would target in the years leading up to retirement paying off certain debts, right? And the biggest one that I'll talk to people about because uh, this one ideally ends and doesn't restart like a car debt. You might pay off your vehicle, but in seven years or whatever, you're going to need another new car. So you might have another car debt unless you're going to pay cash for it, which is good for you. But you're going to ideally pay off your mortgage in the year before you're leading up to retirement. Right. So let's just say this hundred thousand dollar a year couple has uh, an eight hundred dollar a month mortgage. Um, and so they pay that off in the years leading up to retirement. Eight hundred dollars a month. That's ninety six hundred dollars a year. So. Basically, there's $32,250 a year that they don't need, right? Because they're used to living without that, right? So what we're trying to do is replace the living expenses. That's what we're trying to get to. We're trying to say, how much are your living expenses right now? Subtract out all the other bull crap that they're doing while working that they're not going to be doing in retirement because you're just trying to replicate their current income situation. So right now, if you have a couple that makes 100000 a year, that has a mortgage at $9,600 a year and say 15% in their 401k after you factor in social security taxes, they're used to living on about 60, 67,700, we're gonna call it 68 grand, or they're used to living on 68 grand. Okay, so that's what we need to come up with for retirement dollars. Yeah, this is good. I don't like the look of this beer, but it's good. That is smooth, damn. Um, so if we need $68,000 a year in income, how do we get there? Well, if you are of a certain age right now, uh, I think you can pretty confidently um, count on having Social Security. Uh, for my generation, if you're millennial generation, you may or may not be able to. I'm not going to dive into that today because I could spend an entire episode talking about whether you should plan on Social Security or not. Maybe I will spend an entire episode talking about that at some point. But if you're closer to retirement you probably will have Social Security. So if they're 65 years old and this $100,000 a year couple, let's just say one makes 50,000, both of them make 50,000, okay? Their Social Security combined at age 65 is gonna be about, mm, about $36,000 a year, okay? So they need 68,000. They have 36,000 from Social Security. That means they're short about 32 grand. Where are we gonna get 32 grand? Now, I have to have the inflation conversation here real quick. That Social Security number that I'm talking about, that's adjusted for inflation. So that's, you know, $36,000 a year in real dollars, right? Because uh, this 68000 if their retirement of, of that this person needs, this couple needs, this 68000 they need, 
is if that was 30 years in the future, that's probably more like $130,000. So we're going to, but uh, social security is factored factoring in social security. So that 36,000 is actual real dollars, right? Whether it's today, it's 36,000 or if it's 30 years from now, it's that would actually end up being something like 62 grand, right? So that, that that's factored in here. So what we need to do is produce $32,000 additional at a some determined point in the future. Now, let's say, okay, this retirement plan that we're looking at is a, for a couple that wants to retire at 65. That's a pretty normal retirement age, mostly because Medicare kicks in at 65. So it's pretty... You can retire before the age of 65, and there's a lot, a lot of people that do that. The number one issue with that right now for for America's current workforce is what the hell are you going to do about health insurance, right? Because, I mean, you could file for Social Security at age 62, but then you have between 62 and 65 where you have to figure out health insurance and shit at $1,000, $1,200 a month. I mean, for a lot of people, that's a paycheck and uh, uh, or more. And health insurance is a problem. So a lot of people work till 65 just so they can get reasonably cost health insurance. Maybe that problem will be solved 35 years from now. I don't know. But right now, a lot of times people are looking at retiring at age 65. So we have this couple that wants to retire at age 65. I'm going to use because most of my viewers, viewers, listeners, I think are under the age of 40. I don't know. Uh, I don't get metrics on that from, from, from the podcast service or anything, but from the feedback I get, I have a lot of uh, listeners under the age of 40. So we're going to just say that we have a couple that each makes $50,000 a year and they want to retire at age 65. We're going to plan on them having social security. And we know after social security that our income gap is $32,000. I'm going to take you through how you accumulate enough money to produce $32,000 a year in income starting right now. Now, the later you start, the later you start saving, the more you have to save, right? So we have a couple that's at age 30, you know, you got 35 years of letting this money accumulate, so you don't have to save nearly as much. So what I did, and this isn't a, this, this, I didn't know how these numbers were going to work out as I started working this plan backwards. I just, you know, from experience and working with a lot of different people, I just started typing this out as an example of straightforward. Honestly, it came to me last night. So um, I think this came together pretty well. So if you need to produce $32,000 a year in income, you need to produce, first, I got to backtrack for a second. What dollar amount do you need to produce $32,000 a year? And so there's what's called a safe withdrawal rate. What a safe withdrawal rate is, which means how much money you can take out of an account every single year and not risk running out of the money money in that account. Now, what you have to remember when I say this percentage, because you're going to think it sounds low, especially compared to like growth rates, market growth rates and interest rates, is that what it factors in is that every year that number is going to grow. Uh, because you got to for inflation, right? So if you need ten thousand dollars this year, next year you're going to need ten thousand two hundred, and the f- year after you're going to need ten thousand five hundred, and so on and so forth. Every year the no- amount of money that you need increases because of inflation. So in order to get thirty-two thousand dollars a year, uh, safe withdrawal rate is most it used to be four percent. Most experts agree it should be less than that right now because interest rates are so low. So a safe withdrawal rate, we're going to be a little bit conservative here. We're going to say three percent. So in order to produce 32,000 a year in income, we need $1,067,000. Now, that might sound like a big number, but how do you accumulate a $1,067,000 by the time you're 65? So 
let's work the math backwards. Let's say you can earn 7%. You can earn 7% on your, on your, your investment. And that's a, that's a fair rate of return to, to assume that you can make over the next 35 years. And let's say inflation is 2% a year. Okay. You're going to need to save a year about $11,517, $11,517. So this couple that's used to living off of a hundred thousand dollars a year needs to save about 12% of their salary in order to accumulate enough funds in order to have the same living expenses covered in retirement as they do today. Now, that's because they're at age 30, right? So 12% is, 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 you know, for a lot of people that might seem like a high number. I know I've talked about it in the show many times. A good savings target is 15%. But look, if you're 45, you're behind the ball game, boss. You got to get here to step those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers. You got to pump those numbers up. So 12% at age 30, do it now while you can. Uh, if you're at age 35, you might you might bump up to 13% that you need to start saving. So the sooner that you start, the lower the percentage that you need to save. So saving early, I mean, this matters drastically. I actually wish now that I would have done it for this podcast and written the numbers down of, okay, what if this couple was starting at 40? And what if they were starting at 45 and 50? Maybe I'll revisit that in another episode. But I mean, that when you when you look at it, some of these numbers might sound staggering, right? Like a million dollars a year or a million dollars accumulated. How am I ever going to get there? Well, it's just for this particular person, you know, and 7% is not a drastic growth, uh, growth rate, I'm assuming, right? There's periods of time you can earn a lot more than that is 12% of your salary is not that much to plan on saving. I mean, it's and, and it's not it's not an expense. It's something that you have to do because of I I've said many times is you cannot rely on the government or your your company to take care of you. So set yourself up for success, save early, save often, and you'll be set up for retirement. I look at this as the penultimate financial goal. I hope you do too. I hope you have um, additional financial goals that I can help with. You can always send me recommendations and, and questions and things that you want me to talk about on the podcast. But that's going to wrap up this week's episode. Hope you enjoyed. Don't forget to subscribe, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you listen. That's where we are. Cheers. <laughs>